was thinking for the uh, intro, we'll just do uh, Mastered MMA. Mastered <laughs> MMA. Mastered MMA. Mastered MMA. Yeah. And that'll be it. You should have just done that. <laughs> if I wanted. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Mustard MMA, the biggest podcast in the world here to talk about MMA, <laughs> mainly UFC. My name is Joe, as always I'm joined by my co-host Matt. Matthew, how are you doing this week sir? Bonjour, no sunbeam. Bonjour, bonjour. What is, what is happening? Another yeah. year older? That's it, at the week, at the birthday last Thursday, obviously very quiet, little takeaway with the family. Watch the film. Treat myself to a few weights. Obviously, we we can't go to the gym <laughs> at the moment, so that's me. That's my little hobby, keeping me going. Been smashing that down the uh, the cabin, the shed at the end of the garden. That's it. Yeah, man, you ripped to shreds. Not as not. of yet, or is that still a work in progress? Yeah, I wouldn't. I, no, not ripped by any means. I'm trying to put on a bit of weight at the moment. So if anything, I've got more of a gut than I had a couple of weeks ago, but. I'm taking inspiration from the strong, strong men in the world. It's been the world's strongest man this week. They don't show that on TV live for some reason. I think they edit it all up and put a package together and they release that later this year. But I've been keeping up with that and uh, they've all got they've all got big guts on them. So maybe I'll go down that route. Nice one. <laughs> I didn't even know that was on. Why did yeah, no one man. tell me about it? It's normally on uh, over Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, so that's when that's they brought... the classic Christmas viewing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly bang on. So they play, they recorded it this week, and then I think they're putting it out in December again this year. Uh, but there was a few a uh, few of the top ones missing this year. So, you know, Thor, the uh, Icelandic bloke, he was in Game oh, of Thrones. Big lad. So he wasn't there this, this year. Last year's winner, he wasn't there. Uh, and obviously it was a bit COVID style. It was in Miami, I think, and they had a hurricane as well. So it was a bit all over the place. But yeah, uh, seen little bits of it. It looks good. We had a Scottish bloke, big Tom Stoltman, came second. So second strongest man in the world this year. All credit to him. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to when that comes out, actually. Like I say, classic Christmas viewing. Christmas view, it's like that and Die Hard, isn't it? Die Hard, world's strongest man. And, uh, well, Tina Die, Quality Die Hard's not a Christmas film, so... Ah, well, he killed that then. <laughs> It's the divisive debate, isn't it? Is it a Christmas <laughs> film? Is it not? A lot of people say it's, it's not exactly festive family viewing, is it? A terrorist takes over <laughs> an office building. But whatever floats your boat, whether it's Strongest Men or um, Christmas Terrace, whatever. Yeah. Or Brucey. Yeah, boy. But uh, anyway, should we crack on with some fights to talk? There was a few of the equal ones at the weekend, weren't there? Yeah, I, I suppose so. I suppose so. We might as well crack on. Obviously, main event. Main event. Should we start with a main event? And uh, it was big Paul Felder, wasn't it? Stepping up to, do, to uh, do the job against RDA, short notice. Thought he looked good. I thought he looked in tremendous nick, actually, Paul Felder. Uh, looked sharp on his feet. But, you know, unfortunately, RDA was a little bit too much for him on the night. I don't know if perhaps... You know, he looked good on the feet, didn't he, Felder? He looked sharp, and I guess with that being his background, he's always going to have that in him. He's been staying fit, doing triathlons. Uh, so the fitness is there, the striking's always going to be there. Perhaps the wrestling, not getting as many reps in as you usually would in a fight camp on short notice, maybe done him in the end. Because RDA looked good, and it was just kind of an all all round performance really from RDA. I mean, more than held his own on the feet. 
uh, and had that extra level, that extra gear to kick on to take him down and, and keep him there for decent periods of time. Yeah, he, he looked even well good, Nick. I thought he looked very slight as yeah, well. Yeah, Didn't he? He did. But I think it's just a matter of people just forget how good Los Angeles is, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. He's only lost to like absolute monsters, really, who have got a difficult style for him. At welterweight as well. What is it? Yeah. Guzman, Covington. Uh, I forget who else is up there. But no mugs. So I think he's just come down. And what is Paul Felder? Seven? What, years old? In the rankings. Oh. Uh, well, they put him back in at seven. Yeah, I don't know if he's been there that whole time. But, well, me, RDA has come along, just popped back down, just nicked that seven off Paul Felder, and he's right in the mix now. Yeah, I thought he looked better than ever, really. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah you can yeah. lean towards Felder not looking, well, not being as prepared in the wrestling department. Obviously, the fitness and the weight cut. But he was preparing, I think they said it in the commentary, for a completely different type of fight. And he just sort of rose to the occasion and, and dominated in every way possible. I mean, someone had it for Felder. I don't know what <laughs> yeah. really they were looking at. I don't think Felder knew what they were looking at. Mm. I think it was... I think it was a moral victory, though, for Paul Felder, though, wasn't it? Yeah, he had nothing to lose, did he? Just getting to a decision in that. Five rounds, 25 minutes against the yeah. still world-class fighter in RDA. Well, props to him. But regards to Dos Anjos, I think he's he's eyeing up that belt, particularly Connor. if Khabib leaves the crown. Yeah. So where does he go from here is, is the big old question, Joseph. Yeah, well, he, he wants Con- the Connor fight, doesn't he? That was scheduled that happened. That never happened. I think he's being a little bit ambitious there, but... You could argue he's only one fight away from that. I think we've spoken about that little conundrum at the top of the uh, lightweight division there a couple of times. You probably see, probably say RDA even on the back of that performance at the weekend, he's still not quite muscled his way in there. I'd say that top four or five. So, like I say, I think he's probably a little bit ambitious going going for the Conor McGregor fight at the moment. Uh, I think you know, but he's only probably one win away from being being right there. Because you've got the top four, they're going to have to fight each other, aren't they? So, you know, maybe he's 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 one away from there. Yeah, I think he's got the selling point, isn't he? The former champion of, of his old division. I think he's got that going for him. The fact that you've got the storyline with McGregor, where he had to pull out last minute, setting up the legendary Diaz um, two fights. But I, I, I think it's not as ambitious as, for, as it first seemed, perhaps a week or two ago. What we've... The way fights are dropping out quite easily now. He should get ready for January or February, whenever that Poirier-McGregor fight is. Because I think, although in the first fight, McGregor, he had to pull out of the week's notice. Flip reverse at this time round. He might be able to save the day should anything happen to one of them two. And then he's right back in there. So I, I as good as he looked, he performed well at welterweight. But back down at, at lightweight, if he's got his diet right, if he's... If he's dialed in I think he could be another threat because it's open that division yeah I mean maybe, gone, maybe well, he could he fight uh, maybe he could fight Chana next and then that might look, be like a little shoe in and a nice little boost straight to the top if he can beat him yeah any I think anyone in that mix I think I think you are right he's ambitious for the McGregor fight for the next one but if he does beat a Chanda or a Ferguson or whoever he's yeah. in there Gaethje winner of that could easily fight McGregor for a vacant belt so yeah He's rightly um, going for the top dogs there because he, he's right in the mix and he's, he's a top dog himself. Exactly. And shout out Paul Felder as well once again. I think he's back commentating on the uh, contender tomorrow night. So, you know, fair, fair play to him. 
He's grinding. Yeah. Sod that. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. So, not the liveliest of cards. Not the liveliest of cards. But there was a lively little co-main event for. for well, I mean, it lasted 30 seconds. Only about one second of it was lively. And that's that's all it took, really, from Chaos Williams. One big straight right, straight down the pipe, on the button, all those good little buzzwords, and uh, absolutely sparked Abdul Razak Al-Hassan. It was pretty naughty. Yeah, I don't really know what else to say. I mean, <laughs> such a clean knockout. He was out, like, miles before he even hit the floor. Yeah. He was just asleep. Poor old Abdul, eh? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that was that was a good one. That was a good one. Listen, man, if you find someone called Chaos, you got to be expecting a bit of trouble. So I was only I only really sort of tuned in for this one. You know, on BT, you can sort of pick and choose the fights you want on the app. Yeah, I was a bit short for time, so I thought. But Dada White, the promoter, the legendary promoter, he dug out this fight and the the other fight we're going to talk about. And I wouldn't have watched it if it weren't for him. And, he's, and he hyped it up for me, and I bought into it. <laughs> and uh, Uncle Dana come up trumps. So I tuned in, and it was an absolute cracker. 30 seconds. Lovely. Quality, man. And he's a now one of the big names in, in Wellway. You can go on a bit of a bit of a run here, surely. Yeah, I'll be back in in a couple of weeks. Didn't take a dig. Didn't take a dig, exactly. I think he took a couple of nasty leg kicks, actually, but I'm sure he'll be fine. But what, um, where, where's he go from here, then? He's only 26. Isn't yeah, he, boy? I mean, yeah. No need to rush. One thing he didn't get was much experience, much uh, much of a feel for what it's like to, you know, perhaps go for two, three rounds, 30 seconds, one punch knockout. I don't think there's a need to rush, but maybe the UFC... Well, I mean, we had someone a few weeks ago with a stunning knockout who's on a the pay-per-view card next week on the prelims, so he could very well find himself right up there after that. And you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't argue, really. All right, then, so... Another good fight we had on here. It was actually a really good fight. I think it got fight of the night as well. And it was Corey McKenna. Obviously the hometown girl from Wales. Even though we're not from Wales. But we'll claim it. We're, we're from the UK. Uh, yeah, good little win against Kay Hansen. Tight fight. Very good, entertaining fight. Uh, technically, both very good. Very tough as well, both of them. I think what they were both 21, combined age of 42. I think it was overall the third or fourth youngest fight ever in the UFC. So, that in itself, for both of them, really, all credit to him. But Corey McKenna came out with a win. I must admit, watching it, I wasn't too sure myself if she would, if she was going to get the decision. I don't think you could really argue, personally, I don't think you could argue too much if it went the other way. But, you know, never mind that. It's uh, job done and moving on to better things now. Yeah, I, I, this was an excellent fight, wasn't it? I think... I, I, again, the marketing. I was loving the promotion this week. They were they were marketing this one as a chick fight. It, it, it invested me in it. I, I was obviously keen to watch it because Corey McKenna, it's like you say, uh, from the UK. So we all were invested in it anyway. But there was a bit more to it. The way they were billing it as the two youngest ever. I think McKenna's actually the youngest person in the UFC at the minute. Yeah. Um, certainly female. Um, so I like the way they were billing that, getting some eyes on it for on the main card as well. But the fight itself, I thought I was very impressed with both uh, ladies. Mm. Plenty of good scrambles down there, reversals on the ground. At one point, when McKen- uh, Hanson had McKenna's back, you thought it was game over. Multiple times, actually. Yeah, He'd done yeah. so well to get out of there and reverse the position. I'm with you. I think it was literally a coin flip, that fight. Um, you wouldn't argue either way. Um, but it's, it's just the way it goes, isn't it? I. I you, you can't argue if McKenna gets a nod or if Hansen gets a nod. 
both girls have got a huge future in the sport. There's no doubt about that. Um, maybe even fight again sometime down the line once they've uh, racked up a few wins. Um, not we, We're going back to that. You've got to take it slow with some of these fighters. I really hope they do with McKenna because he's got all the tools. But in a shallow division, not shallow, but like a couple of wins and you're, up, you're fighting your karate yeah. hotties, your Rose Namajunas is within a couple of wins. We want to build McKenna up a bit bit smartly, get her skill set rounded, um, get her known across the pond, which last weekend were certainly um, they would have done. Yeah, big time. But yeah, I think that's that's the key. She's got good management and uh, people around her, Faber, Mason and stuff. So I'm sure they're going to build her the correct way because she's got all the tools to potentially go all the way. Definitely. Good point there as well. It is a good point. So we'll see how that goes. But a couple of shout-outs for the card. Sean Strickland back after his win only a couple of weeks ago. Uh, another fight, another impressive win against Brendan Allen. He looks uh, he looks pretty slick at the moment, Sean Strickland. So be interesting to see where he can take his career from this point onwards. And also a little shout-out to Reese McKee. Lost a lost a, a reasonably close decision, would you say, at the weekend? Yeah, it was a close fight, um, no doubt about the decision. Unfortunately, he put up a good fight. He, he showed some great skills, but he was almost too eager to impress after the Chimiev sort of outing. Yeah. We didn't get to showcase anything, unfortunately. He showed at the weekend great skill and great heart, grit, desire, all that good stuff. But unfortunately, Morono was just, just a little bit better on the night. Hopefully, they, they do keep him around, McKee, because he is a, a bright young talent. Um, it was just unfortunate at the weekend. He came across someone who's just tough as old boots, and we weren't able to put him away. But a gutsy performance, but unfortunately, didn't come through it with a win. We'll have a little bit of a look at some news then, shall we? So, you know, not a ton going on at the moment. Not a ton going on at the moment. This is one I like. It's a little fight announcement, and there's a you know we're fans of old lads, aren't we? Or at least older lads. We'll put it that way. And we've got a couple here. Carlos Condit up against Matt Brown has been announced January the 30th they'll be fighting. And I actually think this is really quite a good fight. It's got the potential to be uh, you know, a bit of a throwback, yes. But uh, I think that can only add to it. I think it'll be a cracking little fight. Yeah, these are the sort of people you want to see matched together, in it, yeah. Rather than Condit fighting, I don't know, Chaos Williams Hands or one up. of these up-and-comers yeah. <laughs> and just getting chinned. You, you want to see these old lads go out. I think these have been slated to fight before. There's mm. definitely at least two or three retirements already had between them. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah. They're back at it. The old lads, they got, they're in lockdown. They ain't got a lot to do. Yeah, that's they it. think, fuck it, let's go and have a tear up with each other. <laughs> so you got Matt Brown, who's just back in the day. The immortal Matt Brown is what he was. He just walked forward like a zombie. And Carlos Condit done exactly the same on the other side. Hopefully, as you say, a throwback. They, they can sort of go back down memory lane and just put on a performance. When's this one? Is it early next year, did you say? Yeah, end of Jan. Circle that date, son. That'd be a cracker. Looking yeah. forward to it. Big time, big time. Another one, we kind of, uh, we we put this out there into the into the universe and it's come to fruition. Obviously, Uncle Dana is listening. Uriah Hall up against Chris Weidman. Uh, decent little fight, this one. And I'd say it's probably a good opportunity for Weidman to, to get a little run going for himself there. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Uncle Dana is listening. Shout out, son. Always. Great promotion at the weekend. Loved it. <laughs> and he is listening. Um, it's a kind of a no-brainer, though. Ten years on from their first fight, 
on some, I think it was some New York show, back in there. And <laughs> it's a huge fight for both men for whatever reason. Uriah Hall's never really got that run going and he seems to be on one now. And a win over Weidman, even you know Weidman is probably on the probably on the back nine of his career, you would say. He's still a big name. I don't know, I don't care what you say. If you beat Chris Myman, you beat a former champion, a man who dethroned Silver twice. Huge opportunity for Uriah Hall. Flip it on the other side, Weidman has been a bit rocky. Beat Uriah Hall, he's he's bang up there in the rankings again. So huge um uh fight for both men and the middleweight division, because that's up in the air again. Like the lightweight division we were saying earlier, middleweight's exactly the same. You've got the king potentially leaving, and that just lets all these uh, lions behind him just scrap for that meat <laughs> that is that gold. So opportunity knocks for these two. Uh, I'd love to see Wyman go on a run again. I really would. You've got to love that team. He's, he seems like a nice bloke, but I don't know. I've got a feeling for Hole here. I think he might turn it on again. Early thoughts? Yeah, early, I think, Wideman. Yeah, I'm just it's difficult, I think, to to back Neither hole in a way. Break, they? Mm, yeah, yeah. Let's let's be honest. No. Perfect matchmaking. Perfect matchmaking. Alright, and a few weeks ago, or a little while ago now, Fabrizio Verdun signed out of the UFC. He's not done though, he's signed to the PFL now, so the PFL it's kind of structured a little bit differently, isn't it? It has a it has a season, it has more of like a league. I guess more of like a knockout kind of structure. But essentially, if, if he wins five fights, he earns a million dollars. So, interesting for Vadum. You would think, given the, the stature of the man and what what you've seen him produce in the octagon, you'd think he might be on his way to a comfortable mill. What do you reckon? I mean, we probably well, don't know about enough about PFL, really, do we? But... Let, they can't have the same calibre of fighter at heavyweight that's in the UFC, can they? No, I, I mean, I don't know who's in it. This is the first man I've seen sort of drafted name-wise the, that's been thrown out there. I think it's just made the news because he's such a huge name. You'd think on paper he would go on and, and win that, but like I say, we, we don't know who's in it. He looked pretty bad against, I think it was Olenek in his penultimate fight. Yeah. the uh... But then turned up against Gus and just walk through him so yeah that the one who went uh fought against gus turns up he'll walk his way to one million dollars surely and he's an old lad he's an Deserves old lad it, he's got he? a root for the old lad surely yeah, definitely definitely your man any other news there joe it's pretty quiet isn't it where's all the where's all the announcements at yeah I know. unless unless we're all just we're just missing them but i don't think so i mean talk about quiet we've got a pay-per-view this weekend obviously i don't think it is for us is it in the uk obviously the Americans have it to better not be. Yeah, the, the old Yanks have to pay a bit more re- regularly than we do. But I mean, this is a quiet, a kind of a quiet pay per view as well. In in lots of ways, I do like the main event. I, I have to admit, I'm a big fan of uh, Figueroa. He's obviously coming off of two wins over Benavides. And to be honest, if if the, this fight had been what it was scheduled to be, Figueroa against Garbrandt, I reckon I would be pretty pretty excited for this card in general just to see that one as it is Garbrandt pulled out so Alex Perez is stepping in he's had three three fights in the UFC he's won them all uh Formiga was his last last win so you know a good good level Formiga's beaten Figueredo in the past 
but I, it's a tough one. I probably expect Figueiredo to uh, get the job done. Like I say, I am looking forward to this one. Still, Perez is an exciting fighter. But yeah, Figueiredo nineteen on one, only ever lost one fight. That was two for uh, for Mega. So yeah, I like Davison in this one. I think he's going to get it done. I think he's just a bit of an absolute monster, isn't he really? Yeah, I I don't know too much about Perez. I, I have to be honest. I think that's why it's not sort of tickling your fancy, floating our boat. Yeah, so as as it would have done if Cody was in there. He's a big name, Cody, isn't he? He's a former oh, yeah, champion of the division above. Figueroa, I think, has just looked. Oh, that last one against. Benavidez was pretty brutal, pretty tough to watch. Just put put a, put a licking on him at the end of the day, really, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he's, he's, his biggest battle is quality. the scowl. He gets past that battle with the scowl, which is always a worry with Figueredo. You got to fancy him. You got to fancy him. What worries me though is that he's already talking about bantamweight and stuff, and we like the flyweights, don't we? It's, yeah, they get a hmm. bit of stick and stuff, but I don't know why they don't have the personalities down there. I suppose, but. You've got another champion now talking about moving up. It's just not good, really, is it, for the division? Um, I just don't like it. Don't like all this <laughs> chat already. Well, if he, if he goes up to Bannerweight, he ain't coming back down again. Then you've got a, another vacant belt that all these lads are going to vie for. Yeah, and I think, uh, to be honest, Figueroa with his, you know, he, he knocks people out. He TKOs people. He submits people. I think he probably could make something of that flyweight division if he stuck around and put a few wins together, I think. You know, it doesn't really matter what what you're doing, who you are, if you're knocking people out, putting on exciting fights, submitting them, like triangles, arm bars, all this kind of stuff. You, you know, that suddenly the flyweight division is exciting, really, isn't it? Because it, yeah, it's not like it's not. I don't know. I don't feel like there's as much of a gap as there was when uh, DJ was fighting there, because he still did finish fights, didn't he, DJ? He didn't look as I don't know, as brutal in a way as Figueredo does. But he's got a few a few there, you know, Garbrandt to come back in. W- what comes of this Perez fight? You might get a rematch of that later on. I would like, I do agree with you. I'd like to see Figueredo stick around and make something of the flyweight division because uh, I think it gets some unfair stick. Yeah, oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. gets unfair stick. Um, but there's so much talent down there. We've seen it before. There's a fight on the undercard we'll talk about briefly later. As well, there's a couple of fighters there coming through, well exciting. The last time they they fought um, fight of the night, so I think yeah, if he sticks around, he could he could he's gambling by going up to bantamweight because such killers there. But he could dominate here, build his name down at flyweight. Then maybe in a year or two after dominating, you can move up. But I don't know. I don't like the early chat. No, I agree. But uh, yeah, I think I think it's uh, sensible kind of. Easy pick there for Figueredo, but Comain another flyweight title this uh, this time on the women's Shevchenko against Jennifer Meyer, and I mean I don't have too much to say about this. I don't really see Meyer getting anywhere near Shevchenko if I'm being honest. So hopefully it can. Uh, hopefully we can see a finish. That's that's what I'd want to see for Shevchenko. Yeah, I mean she's another one. Though. What what can she do if she goes through that? Meyer obviously unfortunately just took that title shot from Calderwood took the opportunity she got sort of given to her a couple of months ago now Calder would add the shot Maya took it from her but unless, unless this goes to the ground Shashenko walks away walk through her surely yeah you've got, got to think so haven't you even on uh, even on the ground I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't put much on Maya submit, submitting her would you 
Well, I don't know really because I don't really know much about her, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> I think Damien Meyer would have a chance. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it is Damien Meyer in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> He's just. That'd be a he evolves fight. all the time, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah you've got so, fancy, the big favourites in the flyweights there, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. Champions to retain, I believe. Yeah, before we disrespect anyone too much, we'll, we'll move on, I think. So, a couple of good fights, well, actually. Mate, we mentioned, you know, I don't know, there's maybe not the star power, but Mike Perry up against Tim Means. Again, I guess when you look at it, when you look at the two dropouts on this card, and if they had been in there, you'd probably be looking at this card in a, in a much different way, would you? But that's just that, just that goes sometimes. Obviously, Robbie Lawler was meant to be fighting Mike Perry this weekend. What a fight that would have been. It's like a young... Robbie Lawler against Robbie Lawler in a lot of ways. It would have been magical, but um, yeah, Lawler's dropped out. So Tim Means, the dirty bird, he's in there against Mike Perry. Should be a good fight again, actually. Interesting to see uh, Mike Perry, who who's in his corner this time. What's going on there? Is it going to be Darren Till? That'd be oh, a, yeah. that'd be a turn up for the book. So probably that, that if, out of everything, that's one to keep your eye on. I completely forgot about all that game. Yeah, boy. Completely forgot. So his his missus is is she's not coming. Not sure. Can't joke. Where's your inside? <laughs> Who knows? Your inside sources. <laughs> Who knows what is going on in uh, the world of Mike Perry? To be fair, I, I fancy Tim Means in this. I think he's criminally underrated. Yeah, crafty, isn't he? He is. I, I fancy him to get a winner because I think Perry can get a bit too a bit too reckless at times, and I think Means would be a bit too long in the tooth to fall for it. Fancy him if All he's right. an underdog. A little shout there. All right, then another one. We've seen uh, this big man fight before, Paul Craig. He's uh, got the rematch against Mar- Maurizio Shogun Hua. Uh, draw last time. You were saying earlier, Paul Craig felt maybe slightly let that fight get away with him towards the end. Uh, I like his chances in this one. I do think Paul Craig has, has, has looked better and better in his last few fights. I'm not so sure you can say the same about the man he's facing this weekend. Obviously, he's a, he's a legend in the game, isn't he? But... Uh, I've got big hopes for the uh, Bear Jew, Paul Craig, this weekend. Yeah, well, if he just turns up like he did in round one, and hopefully, you would assume, he's got a little bit better in the stand-up department since then. He was probably a good old while ago, about a year ago, I'd imagine. Guessing. Was a while, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I fully fancy him to win this one. All he's got to do is just carry on what he did before. Not that I'm a coach or anything. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> if you were, it's pretty general stuff. advice anyway, isn't it? Just... Yeah, what you doing before? Just carry on doing that. Just, yeah. just keep, just keep, uh, keep plugging away. <laughs> You'll get there. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, uh, Shogun's looking look his age now, isn't he? He's, he's looking his years bit, in the cage. Yeah. I love the guy to bits, but yeah, he, he's he's on the back nine for the last few years now, and I think the fight's there for the taking. And what what a scalp that'd be for mm. for Big Paul Craig because he's. Main event. He goes uh, on little runs, car. doesn't he? A couple wins here, a couple of losses there. But if he could put it together, he's got a ground game sewn up. Just tying oh, up the yeah, stand-up. He could be a bit of a force. But they like heavyweight where it's exciting and there's there's always room for a little run there. So, fingers crossed for the legendary Scotsman, Big Paul Craig. Nice one. Nice one. So, run through a couple of, couple more. Uh, mentioned him very briefly, Joaquin Buckley. He had that kind of uh, Tekken Street Fighter spinning... Uh, back kick to the face. Don't even know if that's the right way to describe it. 
But I'm, you would have all seen his, uh, his highlights, without a doubt. So he's back this weekend. Like we said, that's his reward for a big performance like that. Something something very memorable. Uh, prelims on a on a pay per view. So a shout out to him, Nicholas Dalby. He's back as well, trying to get his uh, second run in the UFC going. And um, the two flyweights that you mentioned, I can't wait for this one. Uh, Moreno against Roy Val. Yeah, I think this is the main on the prelims, isn't it? This is that Roy Val was class last time I saw him. Yeah, it's his spicy. He's slowly well. becoming my favourite, favourite little lad on the lo- on the roster. And um, you've got to think they've earmarked this one. Uh, if someone drops out in that main event, I think they'll just be slotted in nicely. Um, don't put, don't look past that, man. If if someone drops out and Roy Val just snips in on the main event and just puts on a performance of a lifetime, yeah. one of these two could be the champion come Saturday night. But obviously we hope the main event stays together and we get this fight as well. Because Roy Val, he was just 100 miles an hour in that fight, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. and he didn't mind taking one to give one either. So should be a he good one. He took a fair few digs, didn't he? There were <laughs> he spinning did. elbows, all sorts, people flying about. But he got he got the submission in the end, I think it was. So, yeah, very all action. And that's what we're saying, isn't it? 125 pounds, that's what it's about. Uh, it's you, not a let it die. Yeah, you don't get much better than a, a top-level flyweight fight sometimes like the, no. the the technique and skill level and pace and cardio just uh outstanding so looking forward to that i see that again in the women's flyweight antonina shevchenko's on there so valentina's obviously done a little solid there had a little chat with uncle dane so sister's on there as well but uh arianne lipsky she's fighting as well the, to be fair that should be a, a good fight arianne lipsky the queen of violence or, or whatever her nickname is it's quite a good one so a couple of good fights there, like we say, to look forward to. I saw Alan Joban is back on the early prelims as well. I swear he retired at some point, but he's he's back as well. Blimey. Yeah. He retired about five years ago. <laughs> he's the uh, a pretty boy, right? He is. He's a model, but he's we won't hold it against him. <laughs> he was good back in the day. I liked him. He was. Who's yeah. he fighting? Who? Sorry. Who's he fighting? Yeah. Oh, Jared Gooden. Oh, right. Yeah, seventeen and four yeah. record. Don't know, don't know. But uh, he can't keep away, old Alan. <laughs> he loves it. He does. <laughs> Any more there? No, old that's man. it. I mean, uh, I think it'd be good. I think it'd be good to be honest. I think it's gonna be a good one. It's uh, yeah, like you say, maybe lacking slightly in star power. But Figueredo, we, as we went, as we mentioned, he's only one or two fights away from being uh, that star power. Obviously, to me and you, we've seen him fight a few times. We know what he's capable of. That's, that's fantastic. I guess, I guess with that co-main, just slightly disappointing. There, there's not too much competition for Shevchenko, but other than that, like we say, littered with some uh, very good fights. Yeah, hopefully it's one of them little sleepers, eh? The one that just delivers in every fight. Because when you do look at it, that main event, the Brandon Derby, Roy Val Moreno on the prelims, that's going to be fireworks. Paul Craig always has a finish in him. Shogun, Shogun. Tim Means and Mike Perry, and you've got two title fights above, but you can't ask for fairer than that. No, you can't we're, really, can you? Yeah. Jibing a bit, it's lacking a bit of star power, but the fights will deliver from a um, sporting perspective, won't they? So I think we just hopefully get, some star names are made. Just get too greedy sometimes, don't we? I think we expect all these top guys to fight every week, but don't work that way, does it? So Yeah, it's long, isn't it? <laughs> got anything else to cover? No, man, that's it from me. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, 
I think we'll, I think we'll call this one if, if you're ready. Yeah, man. Let's wrap it up. All right, then. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we're on we're on Twitter and, and Instagram, Mustard MMA, The Mustard MMA. If you can go onto iTunes and leave us a little five-star or whatever platform you're using, if you could give us some sort of little bonus, that'd be nice. Maybe uh, a little Christmas present for us. We've got Christmas around the corner, so that'll give us something to look forward to. But, yeah, anyway, before I prattle on too much, thank you very much for listening. Tell all your friends about it, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Laters. Laters.